0: Learn more at marines.com.
2: All right, welcome to another episode of Cast and Crank Podcast. Uh, It's me, Nick, here, and uh, Justin. What's up? And we have a, a special guest back that everybody loves so much. <laughs> Eric from SWABA. Hey, thanks and for uh, having The person that made him, Jerry. Howdy. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk fishing, guys. And uh, I'm going to try to do... We're doing something new today. We're going to do a live feed with uh, Q&A and... I don't know what I'm doing right now, so I'm going to try There we go. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Shoot some questions <laughs> Man, What there. A, What an idiot over here. <laughs> uh, live. SWBA is live, too, so if... Let's see. Oh, there we go. Live. Start live video. Okay, here we go. So if you guys got any questions uh, about calico bass fishing or freshwater bass or boats... That's what I'm kind of interested in today, because you guys didn't you guys build a boat or did you? He, he did. Did your yeah. whaler? Did you rebuild rebuild the pretty whale? much? Yeah, and I, <laughs> there and wasn't that's much One left. thing I'm super interested in is because I my first boat was an Invader. We talked about that. the Space Invader. Those are killer. <laughs> that I uh, dropped off the trailer, and uh, but I bought a new one. But I like working on my boat. Like I redid the deck. We I saw that. About that. So that's something interesting to me. Did they yeah. do? Uh, they did a, something on bloody decks, right?
3: Yes, about I you. think
2: Eric Landis, yeah.
3: we, we, he saw us down at the ramp. And,
2: and that's that's something interesting, you want to talk about that, about the, building the boat, like the whole process? I
3: and, mean, people have probably heard it, it's just, you know, after I balled it up on the beach there at Furman, uh, you know, the motor was shot, the trolling motor's history, but anybody that knows a whaler, it's like a Nerf football, with <laughs> and you know, and so the hull was still good, and... uh we put it back on the trailer and drug it home. And I sat there for months just weeping. Yeah. Ooh. And then <laughs> I kind of just came up with a little idea of what I wanted it to be like. Yeah. And so, you know, how expensive everything is. So I'd save a little cash, work on it, leave it. A few months later, <laughs> you know, got some more cash, work on it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it took five years to do it just because you know, don't make a lot of money, but also... It takes a long time to do that stuff. A lot easier on aluminum boats or things like you can drill. Did the, did the uh, wood get soaked or anything like that? No, no. Nah. So the hole was fine? It was fine. Was good, it yeah. just scratched and dinged and all yeah. that stuff. But a lot of yeah. gel coat. A lot of gel coat work, <laughs> and this guy helped me a, a ton. Great. I could have done it without him. Well, I mean,
1: without the uh, – we had tore all the wood out yeah. to Got disposed it into, of it. yeah. Even, even
3: the trailer, Sam blasted it. Really? Oh, it. Yeah. cool, man. Everything. So was, I, I took a thousand pictures of it during the process. Yeah. And, um, you know, I fully encourage people to do that. Like we had a little aluminum boat that he helped me with. And uh, just a 14-foot Gregor. And uh, that thing was trick, you know. Yeah. I, I took it all over the place. But it's fun because once you do something and rebuild it yourself, you kind of know the ins and outs of it. And, you, you know... know- Uh, I messaged
2: someone on bloody decks when I, when I first had my boat, I put it in the fish finder. Yeah. The kill switch wire got pulled out of the shifter. Oh. So I'm at the dock with my kid trying, we talked about it, me and Gary and I'm fucking man. What the fuck? (laughs) Right. You know, trying to start it. Nothing's working. So, um, I came home, I took it all apart and then I forgot the guy's name on bloody decks, but it was a a mobile mechanic. Super cool guy. Right. said, I don't have time to make it. But he said, try this, this, and this. I took the shifter apart, looked at the Merck shifters, yeah. fixed it myself.
3: Right, and I'm like, right. oh, this is cool. I like I was Who was it? I think it was Gary Reyes was, was talking about his kill switch. Yeah, story. yeah. I was rolling when I heard that. Yeah, because One night, I was, this <laughs> is funny. Oh, I was man, out that's fish- cool, man. I was uh, fishing with James on the breakwater. Yeah. And we were screwing around, right? And I reached down and in the trolling motor. He was on the trolling motor, and I pulled the kill switch out and he went to start the boat and it wouldn't he had to turn over but it wouldn't fire yeah and we started getting closer and closer and i go ahead
2: dude kill switch
3: he's like like
2: no it'll get you, man i mean yeah you don't think about like when you're like when you're a first boat owner too like when i went out with my friend and after we dropped the boat we took it out to dana point and I dropped an anchor too close to the kelp, couldn't get the anchor out, cut it off. I was so shaky, I couldn't tie a knot because I was so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the first time yeah. going out on a boat. Right. I'm like, right. I don't remember how to tie a knot, right <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's super cool that you were able to like redo it, and if I could go back like I talked to my wife about it, I would rather just
3: kind of like buy an engine in a hole and just kind of. You know, a lot cheaper, I think. Yeah, I mean, boats are so expensive nowadays. You know, I wanted to buy a trailer for that thing, and they wanted five grand for one. I'm like, oh, Oh it's a 15 foot boat. I wanted an aluminum one, but I'm like, I'll just sandblast this thing, (laughs) (laughs) shine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of the old holes, whether it's Wellcrafts or Whalers or like even old Cabos, Uh um, Carolina skiffs. There's so many good holes out there that you can pick up dirt cheap maybe even with an old thrash motor on it and repower it and you can get into it for a quarter of the cost of a yeah. new one you know and a lot of the new ones i mean there's nice boats out there but i've heard some horror stories of some really nice boats you yeah know? You know, it's like wow ah, dude you spent all that money and how many times you've been to the dealer you know it's like <laughs> yeah and ah, you know, i'll stick with my little cheapy. yeah <laughs>
2: right you know so just, your your dad had you have some experience in building boats before oh yeah
1: I I started off like everyone else but hardly any couldn't go out and buy one and yeah. he had the money for it. so I decided to build one and I went out and uh, I did find a, a designer in Compton that's made plans and uh, also sold kits mm-hmm. and I bought the plans and uh, went ahead it took me two years to build a boat and did but, you build
2: the hole or you bought the hull?
1: I built the whole thing. Oh no way! That's was
2: awesome. It, was it aluminum or wood?
1: W- wood and gel? Did you gel G- it? I fiberglassed it? Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it was. A, it was in a sixteen-foot boat, but I went to Catalina many a time in it. Wow! Used to water ski with it. And,
3: and what did it have for horsepower?
1: Thirty-five horsepower Johnson. <laughs> How long did it take you to get to Catalina? Well, truthfully, I've made it quite. One time, at less than an hour getting wow. it back. Yeah, but they, it's one of those days that just just flat <laughs> like as could be.
3: Did you go to Anna Kappa and that thing? Too? Oh yes, yeah, wow.
1: yeah. That's, but Anna Kappa is closer than yeah Catalina is. But so
3: Ma- mom helped you build that too, right? Everybody I could. <laughs> 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 anyone that will come give you a hand, right? right. <laughs> and then you
1: ended up selling it to one well, of my buddies I worked with. Yeah, what was his he name took like? it to Charlie Jackson. Oh, okay. he took it to Arkansas when he retired.
2: Wow, that's cool. That's amazing. So you had to build the stringers, everything. You just followed mm-hmm. the prints. That's
1: whatever. right.
3: Yeah. Wow. Did you build a jig? For- yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. oh my
1: gosh! That's Bow- awesome. Bowl it right to the garage floor, and then <laughs> start laying spacing out your uh, your uh, ribs. Yeah all notched out and where you start eating you had to heat up uh oak heat it up and bend it yeah put it in place clamp it and let it dry out and then i oh, take wow. it back off and then glue it and screw it
2: man so you get it to bend the way you wanted to yeah, yeah. well, there's
1: some serious bends oh i'm them, sure it, it would break it if it didn't <laughs> that's s- amazing steam them. yeah
2: and you got to do the now did you have a uh, was it a tiller or was it a, a steering
1: no, it was. Uh, I had a, a front seat with a back to it, and uh, steering wheel um, up on the dashboard, like. Mm-hmm. Except the steering had pulleys and ropes on it at that time, and. Oh wow. They were different.
3: <laughs> yeah. No
2: hydraulic. Better, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no. And And did you buy another boat after that? Oh, I've had seven. Wow. Yeah, just wow.
1: each time it graduate, except. We did have one that's uh, got, it was quite large and enough to keep it in a slip. And then it, they start raising the prices. Of yeah. S- and I I'm going to get it out of here. So what's your, <laughs> bring no, what's
2: your choice size? If you're, you know, for fishing, what would you like your perfect size Well, for? it really
1: depends upon your uh, bank account. <laughs> 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 because, you know, t- 21, 22 foot is a real Good size, yeah, but it drinks quite a bit, yeah. yeah. So we have a hundred and fifteen now, yeah, and it's probably the best all-around boat I've ever had. Really? Yeah, you know,
3: it's eighteen uh, whaler. That's eight a whaler. Average. You yeah. have a you have a thirteen or fourteen? I have a fifteen, and he has, he an has eighteen. 18. Yeah. Okay. What size engine do you have on yours? Seventy. Seventy. Yeah, and his is one fifteen. But the cool thing about his boat. It's the driest riding boat. Really? Yeah, you almost wow. can't get wet in it. You know, it's It's got this weird reverse shine, like where the bow hits. And it. if you look at it, it's kind of got this weird... Mm-hmm. And it just throws the water down. And the hull is really light. Yeah. It only weighs like 1,200 pounds. Wow. So with a 115 and like a half a tank of gas, it'll do almost 40. That's nice. But it holds 64 gallons or 62 Ooh. gallons. So you can go to... I, I always threaten, I'm going to try to go to Clemente twice from Dana Point without refueling. Because <laughs> it, it, it's literally, it, it holds a lot of fuel in that little, it's got an E-Tech. Yeah. The thing gets almost five miles to the gallon. Wow. So, That's yeah, nice. it's nice. You know, instead of burning 80 gallons a trip, you burn 30. You yeah. Know, so. I got to drive my first, uh, we went to the river
2: with my wife and I got to drive my first, uh, it was a 150 Johnson. I have a 60 Merc, uh-huh. four stroke. So I'm like, all right, everyone's sitting. We had six or seven people in, like, a ski boat. So I hit the gas, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, Whoa. man. <laughs> <laughs> I almost dropped my buddy out of the back of the fucking rock. You know, like, I'm jamming. I'm yeah. like, wow, this is
3: what I'm talking
2: about. You it, know, like, it's funny. <laughs> like,
3: I know everybody's four stroke. I've got one, and everybody's pushing the four stroke and four strokes, and, uh but there's really some good values to two strokes they yes. just everybody thinks of them as that smoky cantankerous never start mm-hmm. engine but i tell you what i had a 70 on um, two-stroke on my boat before mm-hmm. i got this there's things i miss about that two-stroke because it's like meow, it's got that power band where you get in that middle rpm range and if it's flat water it, yeah it really goes Whereas four strokes just are kind of boring you know they, they just <laughs> i know it's not a race car but yeah um yeah there's some things that i miss about the two-stroke for sure and also the maintenance his motor it's a 115 e-tech mm-hmm. he only has to have it serviced every 300 hours and wow. it cost him about 350 bucks yeah like last time you took it to tom smith it was like 350 bucks
1: a little more than that, about 800
3: No. That's because that I'm talking about a service, not when stuff breaks on it.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: like cause didn't you have uh, something? Hey, your dad just got it right He now. did. <laughs> no, but some, something broke on it, and you had to have like, I forget, it was like an injector, was something was missing or whatever, but the basic service on his motor, Just like impeller was, or what? Yeah, impeller mean, motor, because yeah. there's no oil to change. Yeah, I yeah. took my 70 down to as authorized you know, it was eight hundred and sixty bucks to for a hundred hour service. I had a two hundred dollar part go bad on it, so it was really six hundred bucks. But every hundred every hundred hours it's six hundred dollars at a dealer versus every three hundred hours for well, I, got, I got a place I, where I boat. bought my boat. I'm doing it myself next. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, well I, I bought my boat? Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Last Chance Marine, you heard of them? Yeah,
2: in San Diego? Uh, no, in Temecula. Oh, okay. Uh, I bought my boat there. The dude's super cool. I um, had an injector go out. It, went, it, it didn't go out the first time, but they ran it on the computer fine. Yeah. Then it went out the second time, changed it because it was under warranty. My boat's only like three or four years old. And then, uh, But it was like 300 bucks to change out the impeller and everything. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, they're really cool. But then, when I first started, all I was doing was lake fishing. I didn't start calico fishing until, right.
3: you know. Yeah, they're, I love them. Um, you don't see as many people building their own boats anymore. Not, like, from scratch like he did, but, like, taking boats and restoring them, you know. Well, so, I'd
2: I love to. I didn't know then, but now, like, I was, after I bought a boat, I'm like, man, I want to just buy a hole. Right. You know, redo it, rewire, uh, rewire it. That's yeah. like.
3: Did you see Ryan Hopper that. The guy that does tattoos—we're actually going to have him on next month. Actually, yeah, that too. guy's cool cat. Yeah. He did a really nice job on a thirteen whaler. Wow, um, he did a really good job on it. Looks killer. Yeah, but yeah, they're fun. You yeah. know, they—they they have their ups and downs. You know, but if you can't <laughs> afford one, it's like, yeah, build your own dream ship. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, um, but yeah, he's happy with the boat he has now. Very much so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't use it enough, but.
1: Yeah, you know, when you get eighty-six, you kind of slow down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's a little bit windy today, but yeah, It's barely blowing. I don't know. It's wind's going to come up.
2: <laughs> you got to stay healthy and make sure everything's good, right? Yeah. That's right. But yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. His knee's replaced a couple years ago, and he still fishes. That's amazing, man. Yeah, it really is. It's a. I wish. I hope I'm like that when I'm eighty-six, man. It's dude. That, amazing. Here's a
3: funny fish story. His first day back after double knee replacements. Father's Day last year. Mm-hmm. We jam up to Point Furman. And he's like, hey, what do you want to do? Well, maybe back up. What do you want to do? And I said, I just want to make sure you can stand in the boat and fish. Yeah. Don't worry about what we're going to do. <laughs> so uh, take a couple spinning rods and spotty rods, and we'll go up to Furman and and uh, just screw around with hard baits and jerk shads and try to catch some little calicos. Yeah. And so we did, and we got up there. Everything's fine. You know, we, we made some killer sandwiches, and we were just having a blast. And we did a few drifts over that that kelp edge, and all of a sudden, he's on a spinning rod in the front of the boat. He's got this thing called we go, we call it the pommel horse. It's, pommel horse. it's like a leaning post on the front of the, yeah. the bow of the boat, uh-huh. and um, it it's a great you. Know, you can sit on it, straddle it, lean against it, whatever. So he's firing a spinning rod out there with a little small Rapala. I think he's got like a tail feather on it too. Yeah, and all of a sudden, I
4: like, go, "Oh, you <laughs> winged
3: a bat ray!" I thought he he hooked a bat ray and it's, it's, (laughs) it's just about spooled you. Right.
1: Yeah.
3: And, uh, you know, it's taking them in and out of the kelp and, and braid when it goes around the kelp and it pops, your line goes slack for a second and then it reloads and (laughs) we're on this thing for like 20 minutes. Right. And we finally, it gets watered up in the kelp and I'm thinking, man, maybe a little yellowtail or whatever, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's on a spinning rod. And, uh, I just I give me that thing and I pull on it and I go eh the drag's pretty tight and then the lure comes out of the water like the top of the Rapala and I see it but there's all this kelp and I don't see a fish and all of a sudden boom, Rapala flies in the air and like fuck you know or, fuck. <laughs> and I he's like no
4: no you know
3: <laughs> and ah like, oh, man and I throw the rod down and I'm just like hand in my you know, my face and. I look, and I see this white flash come up, and I'm like, oh, this huge sea bass like, oh, just quits, man. and it's laying on the surface. No gaff, Ooh. <laughs> and we're drifting away from it. So I back up the boat. The prop gets watered up in kelp. I lean over the side, and like, kind of like a forklift, I try to get underneath it, and I kind of try to bear hug it back in the boat, and it just goes slip right out of my hands. Oh, man ah so I kind of dove over the side like my legs were still in the boat but I was underwater and I grabbed it and I went to lift it again and I got it about halfway in the boat and it goes out of my hands again he's screaming at me (laughs) 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 uh, so I go give me the net and we drift further and further away from it and it's on its side and it's kind of starting to come back to life and it's you know it's not upright it's it's laying on its side yeah and uh i get the boat up next to it and i give me the net give me the net and i it's underwater kind of and i lean over with the net and try to get it over its head and i bump it down even further Ooh. and now the thing's like swimming and i go no <laughs> reach up put the throttle forward, get up for over the top of it i go under like my head's underwater i get the net and i fortunately i get the hoop of the net over like the head of the fish mm-hmm. and i pull back on it and i make the fish do a u-turn and i throw my hand right under its gill and just and threw it in the boat is there a picture yeah, yeah. i've seen that There's picture 52 pounds yes <laughs> and you know what oh, <laughs> i remember
2: looking and i'm like i've seen this picture of that that classic white yeah.
3: what i called the the fuel dock there at um Alamitos. Yeah. And I know the guys with the boat there and I'm like, hey, we just got a pretty good sea bass. Uh you mind if we come and weigh it? And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, Holy cow
4: <laughs> So that
3: was his first trip uh first fish back.
4: Nice wow. trip That's back. A, yeah. it
3: on Father's Day, on a spinning rod and a Wapala. That was fun, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I caught it once, and he caught it three times. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: now we have a guff on the boat. So <laughs> you just, just never in know, days, right? Yeah. 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 Another you know, dumb spinning rod, white sea bass story. You know, <laughs> so let's hear about how you got into fishing, Jerry.
2: Like when you were younger, and
1: well, I lived I lived down in L.A. Mm-hmm. and the place I could go to is catch one of the red cars and go down Washington Boulevard all the way through Culver City and all the way to the wow. coast and go out on a pier and fish and that's what I was doing.
2: And that's how old were you then? About eight. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, w- I have an eight year old and I definitely wouldn't let him go on his own. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I
1: started quite early. Wow. <laughs> 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 Holy cow. Tell him, uh
3: that story where uh didn't you have like spent your money for the red car?
1: Well that was on the way back, you know. <laughs> Tell
3: about the as burgers or something there on the pier. He's
1: well I you know, I, I saved my car fare money to come back home. Mm-hmm. but the fishing what fishing at that time was mackerel or bonita, one of the two, I forgot what it was. But it was so good. That I just overspent my time there, and I got hungry and heck. And they have a little, a little store there on the yeah. end of it. So they were cooking hamburgers and up I just couldn't stand it. I, I went, and bought a hamburger, and that went my car fare. So then oh, I, I think it was about ten miles back from my house to the beach, and I walked, I walked through Culver City, got about a mile beyond it, and uh, I'm walking on the tracks because I knew it. That's the way home. Yeah. So one of the conductors had gotten off of the streetcar and was going to transfer on to something else. And uh, he said, where are you going? And I told him, well, I'm going home. He said, well, why don't you try to get on the train? I said, spent my money for a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> so he told him, hey, if any time they do that, just get on and tell them, and they'll let you go on.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
3: That was from the Santa Monica Pier? That, yeah. that was Venice. Venice Pier?
1: No, Ocean Park. I'm Ocean. sorry. Ocean Park.
2: Now, did you catch more exotic species back then compared to now off of the pier? Like, did you ever catch a yellowtail off the pier?
1: No, no. No? I didn't have the equipment for that. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Oh, gosh. You know, I'm 86. I was 88 eight years old. 1940? 20. Wow. Yeah, it was before the World
2: War II. Wow,
3: well, that's rad,
2: so, did you get more into fishing as you got older? Like, eight? Yeah. Did you start going? Did they have boats running back then? Was
4: they there- they yeah. had.
1: Uh, I had transferred to go to the barge fishing. They had barges off the coast here in three different areas, and you. So you would you would go take to the, the
2: boat and go to the barge?
1: No, no. I mean, you just get out to the to the pier, uh-huh. however way you could get out there. Uh-huh. You pay a, a fee to go out to fish on the pier on the barge. Uh-huh. And they have a taxi boat there at the pier. They, oh, wow. You get on, they haul you out there, and you, spay. you can spend all day on there. Or every, hour, every hour of the taxi boat, go back and forth. And
2: what kind of fish were you catching off the barge?
1: Oh, just usually the bottom fish type of fish. Yeah. Once wow. in a while, something would come in, and you get a little different fish.
2: So you you'd be doing that a lot every weekend or much as I could Pretty sure much? yeah and then did you go to the war too yes,
1: yes. well I, I was in Korea
2: war so how old were you when you left to the war
1: twenty
2: so how long were you over there for two, two years wow Yeah. then did you come back red- did you fish over there no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. A, hey, I'm uh, I did, just saying, I, I, I pretty much fish anywhere I right. can.
1: I did eat some fish over there. I, <laughs> I, we, see, we had half uh, our company that I was in, I was in the uh, infantry. Uh-huh. We had half you know, GIs, Puerto Ricans, uh-huh. and uh, South Koreans. About one-third, one-third, and one-third. And one time, uh, I was... I worked up to a, a platoon leader, mm-hmm. and I was invited by one of the Koreans to go, go to their. They, they have some relatives that had a rice paddy and, and they had a, a dinner. Wow. So, they had we had fish and I asked them, how would you get them. And he says, "Hanger nades." <laughs> 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 they had a stream going through it, and they just use hanger Oh my God. That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs>
4: Heard that
3: one before. Uh, Was a good fish.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> they they kind of seasoned up with a lot of hot herbs. And yeah, stuff.
3: yeah, high in iron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so when you came back, did you get into fishing more? or Did you just kind of peter off a little? No, no, I
1: kept kept that. I kept growing yeah. a little bit more and more. Yeah, the first. Is that back.
2: back when you got your first boat? When you built it? When you came
1: back from the war? I I. I I bought a little small boat, and uh, I had it for a little while. Like mm-hmm. okay. I, I took it down to uh, Dana Point below Dana Point. It's, it's a, where the Carlton is right now between right above. Oh, Salt Creek, Salt Creek. Yeah. And oh, yeah. That that was all just plain beach, and there was a guy lived that was an artist who lived on the beach in a tent. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I had a boat six. Six fifteen foot, and we hauled it down, and they had a little trail that you could take it down yourself and launch it through the surf. Wow! So I I did that. And <laughs>
3: That's crazy. <laughs> Launching through the surf. Huh? Didn't you and Jesse flip the boat there? Yeah, oh, I, man, I, I did that. It runs in the family.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> good callback. Good callback.
1: We in the morning, you know, you take off your pants and throw in the boat. And wade out and push the boat out and then jump in it and hope it'll start. when you, you know. <laughs> And coming in after a, a day's of fishing, we, uh, we got, got a little bored and look, and my uh, cousin was with me. Our brother-in-law was with me. Yeah. And we were coming in and I was, it was a tiller steer mm-hmm. And I was bringing it in and had to catch a wave and come in a little ways, then turn around and go back out and I was yeah. with, my, fun, my huh? brother-in-law and I was were, both worked at the same place I got a job up there mm-hmm. and uh, we're coming we're coming back in I found a big one I'm going f- <laughs> <Or> to <laughs> ride this
2: on to the beach Yeah, I'm going
1: to ride this one in and uh, I looked around when we got on top of it and there's another one following us Uh-oh. and I said hold on and then I said hell with this I'm jumping off <laughs> <laughs> So I, I jumped off, and he went in and over, over, and over. He went in the, oh, on the, the beach. And then uh, when I got back to work the Monday morning, they said, what a skipper. He tells his crew to hold on, and he's the first one to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so for about a year around there, everybody say, hi, it. skipper. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. And all he could think of, he had bought a pair of new shoes. He had them in, underneath the bow. Yeah. And he come up out of the water. His hair's all bound over his eyes. And all, My shoes. My shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no concern over all the fishing gear and exactly. stuff. <laughs> Where's
4: my shoes? Oh, oh man.
2: man. That was Jesse. So, do you have brothers? Two older sisters. You have two older sisters. Yeah. So It took you... Two times to get the fish on,
1: huh? <laughs> Third yeah. time was a... It took a long time. I, mean. <laughs> you know, I think there's 10 years old. 12. 12 years 12 difference between... Yeah. That's how old
2: you're... I from. was kind of the oops. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got, I got one of those. I got it. I got... Well, we tried for a girl. I have a 14-year-old boy, a 8-year-old boy, and a year-and-a-half-year-old boy. So, so cool. my wife's not too happy, but I got a lot of fishing buddies. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> I like that. That story, speaking of Jesse, when he got the hook and went to the hospital, you got to tell him that. Oh,
1: one. yeah. That's later on in life. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the uh, fellows in the warehouse bought a boat, a large boat, mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't ever knew anything about boats at all. And he says, he asked me to go along with him because I had all kinds of experience by then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, anyway, we had a couple other guys from the from the plant go with us. Out. And we're out there. And, of course, the guy that owned the boat, he liked to do a little drink of Snops and all. We <laughs> were taking drinking around. And we got to the point that one buddy guy would bring in a little sand dab or a halibut or a small fish. And he'd take his, he had a pistol and he'd take it and shoot at it <laughs> while he's hanging dingling <laughs> on the pole. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: These guys are crazy. <laughs> so he's shooting at it. And this one time, my my same fella that was went over under with it, Jesse, my son-in-law, he uh, he was fishing there with a heavy pole, and it, it, one of the shots shot the line, and he had pulled it up. He was it was just dingling there, it had that weight right up close, close to the surface. He Brought it up, and they shot the line, and then the hook stayed in the the remaining of the line and went into his hand, oh, into his finger, and he had, he had all I saw was just the eye sticking out. And I said, "Oh man, how do you get that thing out?" So I I had gone to the dentist that day and got a, some pain pills, and I said, "I said he he started, and he was a he was a bodybuilder. He was a big guy." And he was like, "Man, that's hurt. That's hurt." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said, "I've got a pain pill." So I gave him the pain pill, and I thought that, "Yeah, that works a little better." So he said, we- "We'll go stop at the hospital and have a doctor take it out." And he, we went in there, and he set him down. That they took x uh, X-ray, and he's standing there holding that one hand. And the doctor came back with a big grin on his face, and he had a pair of snips, and he just grabbed a hold of the eye and just lifted it right out. He had to shot the hook off. It was just the eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did that ruin your fishing trip? you guys coming early? Because I would have lost my mind. Oh. <laughs> he's crying
4: about how
1: much pain he's in. What a... Bodybuilder. Oh, Oh, what a great story.
2: So let's talk about when Eric was born and we got a little older. Did you help him get into fishing a little more and well, we, did I you drew, take him on trips. I drug
1: him along with me.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I remember getting seasick for years. Oh man! Uh, oh, every time I'd sit on the back of the boat it, it, with a on a bucket, and then just for like an hour, just then blah, be cool. Maybe yep. And then, and then <laughs> less and less as time went on. Yeah. But oh yeah, I used to get ruthlessly seasick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: but we did a lot of fun trips. Oh you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was in what, fifth grade. We we towed a boat down to um, below Gonzaga Bay to a place called uh, Bay of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. the Sea of Cortez, and yeah, that wow, was cool. in Fifth grade, you're awesome, like, dude, man. we're going to Mexico. So, you know, he did. A, he took me fishing a lot of cool places. We towed a boat all the way to Cabo once.
2: Were you guys fishing live bait then, or lures, or uh,
3: both? really Yeah, because yeah. we had never been there before we just kind of said hey I heard there's this place and we went there we got some on, on yo-yo iron big yellowtail wow. and then uh, I think we bought some live bait off yeah. the, the local guys and then we went out and we did that that was really a fun trip But we pulled in there at night because it takes a while to get down there like a whole day. And we pulled in in the dark. (laughs) Like, oh, this is a nice flat area. I can't get over how flat this is, right? Yeah.
1: And we're coming on, bouncing in on this road from the main road. And it was rougher and all heck. And we would appreciate this nice, smooth, flat place. And we could lay down in the boat and be level. So we did that. In the morning, we heard an airplane coming down. And we raised up, and we were right in the middle of the airfield. <laughs> <laughs> right on the runway. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Plane came
3: off, <laughs> Like, idiot. <wrinkles. laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had some fun times. You know, we we went down. We were supposed to go to La Paz one year. We took a big – it was the – my the uncle, uh, Jesse – the three of us in uh-huh. the front seat of a regular cab Chevy all the way to Cabo. Ooh. And uh, we were supposed to go to La Paz, but it was too windy. Mm-hmm. And then we went to, uh, we ended up staying like 10 days in Cabo just fishing around there. You know, and, but on the way back, remember when we took the truck off the side of the road? Yeah. Jeez, it had just started to rain and it was the first rain of the year. I was, I was driving and we came around a turn and the—you know—you're we pulling on the steering wheel and all of a sudden the steering wheel just goes... Like, you lose oh, all traction. i like, no. And I hit the brakes, and the every, the whole rig's just going straight. And off the side of the road, and it's like clay. It was just sliding, sliding, sliding. And all you could see was valley, because it was going over. And my uncle's Uh-oh. like, jump, jump. <laughs> He's trying to get out of the truck. And I'm like, whoa. But we were kind of like at a 45 yeah ready to go down it wasn't like a sheer drop off but it was getting steeper and steeper the further we went and so some guys stopped in one of those old toyota land cruisers and he had a winch on the front and we oh the truck from the trailer and then we winched everything back up on the highway and then we, we drove home but like just gripping the whole way like that yeah. mm-hmm. was, was we had some wild times but so we went out of San same and trailed our boat down there several times yep. and fish San Martin Island. Wow. It's fun fishing with your dad, man. It's like I, I wouldn't, bet, man. I wouldn't <laughs> fish with anybody else. It's like he mm-hmm. was oh, you want to go with somebody else? I'm like, no, let's go. It's even to this day, you know. Yeah,
2: like, yeah. That that's like my dad didn't like fishing with my uncle. That's how he knew um, Matt Khabza. Oh, okay. So and he knows Scott. Yeah, do you from, know from Bass awkward Yes. Yep. So he, my uncle was in there for twenty something years yeah so he um i got into fishing and i said doesn't my uncle jim fish and i told my dad that he's like yeah he fishes all the time so i call him and he has a nice big champion Mm. and i'm like hey i want to catch a bass i've tried for like six months i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you know right right. (laughs) so we go to irvine lake cat real quick dude drop shot yeah and my son was there my oldest so it was cool and he's yeah it was it's like a family member it's like a, I think
3: wasn't it Ron Bueller from Hot Sauce in that club? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Matt talks about that yeah. on the. Okay. On, yeah. Yeah. What a nice guy that dude is. Yeah. That, that, and that product is killer. I don't know yeah. if they used yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. That stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's going. Yeah. Hot Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've
1: used a lot of it.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> many a stinky hands.
0: So. My daughter likes to play with that
4: stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we went yeah. to it's the everywhere City
2: park. The, <laughs> the yeah. we tried to do like a fun thing. Take the kids, so yeah. I took my kids. He took his kids, and it was crazy. Yeah, wow. you're trying to get in a little corner. I got there at six. And oh, it was right. like There was probably like 300 people. That That's great. And then uh, I think our lines got caught every five minutes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Being
2: on a cattle boat.
3: Yeah, he's taught me a lot of, about fishing in ways that you wouldn't think. Yeah. Like, it's. Um, I was thinking about it on the way here, and I was like, this guy, he's got a really natural ability to get calicos out of the kelp without yoking on them. Yeah. It's, he... He'll back off and put it in free spool, and then now, all of a sudden he'll just kind of lightly pull, and all of a sudden, oh my god, I'm coming! <laughs> and it hasn't happened just once. And I think, you know, we used to go a little bit on. Did fun. he get
2: you into calico a little yeah, more? you yeah, did. Definitely. So your dad kind of showed well, you the
3: way a little of absolutely. Calico fish. Like we were live bait guys for uh-huh. years, and then you know, Warren King came out or whatever uh-huh. those, and we're like, oh,
2: did your dad try
3: that first or did you? I think I probably did, like the. the with the swim baits Mm -hmm. but we would go to Catalina or wherever get a half a scoop of sardines or anchovies chum up the kelp and then fly line little newels or little squitter juniors you know oh there he is you know we we get a bunch and then it got to where we're like hey let's take a swim bait you know these new worm king things in an anchovy color with this lead head well how do you do a lead head and we'd chum them up and then once we ran out of bait we'd Start throwing, and we never catch anything on it. But we get one or two, and go, oh, they ate the artificial, so fun, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> next time, it's like, well, let's just take a little bit of bait, and we'll fish the the swim baits more. Yeah. And then, and then it was like, hey, do you want to get live bait? No, let's <laughs> just take swim baits, right? And so it was just kind of a, progr- a progression, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, more than once, we've I've talked to fellows that uh, joined SWBA to fish the tournaments and all. And they've never done anything other than live bait, and mm-hmm. they said, "Well, I, I never knew how to fish those things." But you know, that's the thing about joining it—you are getting involved with people that know how, and all, you try to compete with them. Before he, before long, one of them, that especially uh, Tom hansen Tom Hanses—he yeah. didn't fish with anything other than live bait. Yeah now he's won one more than one tournament yeah, wow.
3: too but yeah i think like live bait fishing for calicos is kind of a it's not a lost art because dana points just the mecca for that but <laughs> i remember we used to take eight and nine foot rods and sardines but then we'd try to jiggle up some mackerel you know, go to the backside of catalina on a jig stick and you know lob a whole greenback mackerel up there and you'd clip its tail so it couldn't swim really good and you'd see it going on the top of the kelp and then
1: yeah. one would
3: hit it and, okay he's got it when do I put it in gear yeah. okay there <laughs> it is and then oh you know, it's, <laughs> it's watered up and you're like ah oh, man nine out of ten you, you wouldn't get them because yeah. back then it was before braid and yeah. you you know, you know oh, buggy whip rod nine foot you know like yeah. whatever it was at that time but yeah some of the fun memories of a fly line and sardines you know next to the kelp it's just and watching your spool just go you know, that's so much fun definitely yeah and
2: that's cool your dad was able to be part of
3: swba
2: kind of yeah. like yeah we f-
3: we fished it for the first four or five that years. was your partner then yeah, yeah. that's awesome man that's yeah. really cool yeah that was fun in fact it was a funny story we that two-day catalina tournament one year we fished it together and remember we went around the front side and around the west end and we we're going to go to Clementi, and we get like i don't know five six miles out the beach and it's just bang bang <laughs> bang bang bang, you know you just couldn't get comfortable and i go do you want to keep doing this he's all not really and i go so let's go back to catalina catalina so we get to catalina and you know the back side's like a washing machine and uh-huh. up and down and left and right and front to back and you just couldn't get comfortable And we couldn't get bit, and I said, "Dude, let's just go to the front side. At least it'll be comfortable there, not catching fish, you know." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. And so we came around, and I think we were on Starlight Beach or something, and conditions just kind of got better, and the current laid downhill. This guy throws out, like I said before, I think it was twenty pound test, twenty pound leader. Oh man! On one of those little. Shimano DC reels. I bought them for his birthday. You know, the little, <laughs> you know, little yeah. digital ones. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was seven-inch jerk shot, and his rod just. Be, oh, that's a good one, but oh. it's on a medium action freshwater bait yeah. rod, so everything looks good on that. You know, yeah. Just, and, but he, he free spools it. I got him coming. Got him coming. Oh, he's in there. Free spools it. Comes out. Got him coming. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. And he it, it kelped him like two or three times, and then. Wow. He gets it to the boat. And I Forget the exact weight, but it was seven something. And wow. it, and he got big fish of day one. I think it won like thirteen hundred bucks or yeah. something. And it was like on the it's front awesome. side, right? Yeah. And we yeah. had yeah. that happen like five more times. That same. <laughs> yeah. There's a, an, and then we just didn't get lucky. You know, it was like that first one, and we got lucky on, and then the rest, But we had hooked a lot of big fish, but we just we got that. He got that one, but he free spooled it probably like three times. Yeah. Least, so. It's kind of fun. I think
2: you know. I think it's just, and and I think maybe more patience, the older generation. Totally. Like me, I would have tried to yank it out of there. Everybody, <laughs> everybody does. I mean, that's where so you really know, really like good. the older, like my uncle, I would go fishing Silverwood Lake, and like, man, we're not catching shit. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna grab my sandwich. He puts his rod down, and he's <laughs> like, I think I have a fish. He pulls up a four pound largemouth, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, like. I throw a plug out to dana um dana wharf sport fishing if anybody wants to go out and learn how to catch calicos and not just the new way but old school the the guys there that know how to fly line are Mm -hmm. like anywhere else on the coast i i don't don't mean that literally but they're really good because they've a lot of them do it with light line and you know like remember larry mcqueen used to take us up there and these guys walk up and they know how to hold an anchovy without ripping the scales off it they know what size hook mm-hmm. they can fly line it out there and and they that's get you on. yeah, yeah that's awesome. that where you take. yeah kids? i
0: take my four-year-old and yeah they're they're awesome with the kids and it, everything and too. The,
3: the harbor there's so small you get yeah. right out oh, really yeah, quick and, and you're fishing within 20 30 minutes at the most and a lot of good landings up and down the coast, but that one's kind of fun for calico because you can get bit quite often, huh? Used to do some work for the with Larry, right, for some of the boats down there.
1: Yeah, he had a nice machine shop, and they he get a lot of free passes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Doing like the drive shafts for the boats and things uh, like all that. All kinds
1: of little... Stuff.
3: Machining. Yeah. That's a fun place. Yeah. I love
2: Dana Point. When I first even shore fished, it was like you'd go down and cast by the bait Mm -hmm. barge and just catch short barracuda all day on jerk baits. Yeah. it's was so
3: fun. It's a lively area. Yeah. Yeah, They're
0: cool. I took my son and and my daughter on a whale watching trip down there. And my son was like, can we fish? You know, asking the deck hands. (laughs) And then, so I took them maybe a month, but then a half later and Mm -hmm. they remembered them. And now it's like, that's his spot yeah that's he's cool. in that kids club and all right. that stuff i
3: think lawrence from fishworks is
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable
3: with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at com slash socks.
3: He's got like a little thing where he puts, uh, he charters one of the boats, and I, forget, I think he goes to like dock rats or something like that. Mm-hmm. And all the kids go out there and have some man. raffle prizes and stuff, and yeah. it's, it's kind of a cool cool deal. That's, That's fun, man. Yeah, Dana Wharf's are awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Justin always sends me stuff about going, I got to take my kids on the cattle boat. I just, yeah. you know. It's, it's
3: nice to step on and step yeah. off, you know. <clears Yeah>. De- <laughs> definitely. <laughs> like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like,
2: I don't want to wash my boat. I don't want to rinse it. <laughs> I don't want to run the engine. You know, <laughs> right. like, I'm like, it's hard. But, yeah. But, like, pretty much getting the kids into it more. Like, I got to work on that more. When I mean, they get older. They get busy. Yeah, but it's so cool like I hope when I get older my sons are like hey when are we fishing where are we going to go fishing right, and like, right.
3: yeah I so took my, uh, my girlfriend's got three kids and I've taken Michael out a couple times and uh, the girls out and I always said told myself leave before they ask to leave. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> 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 Want to go in? Uh, okay, but not like. Can we go in? You know, because yeah, then exactly. they're, they're over it at that point. Exactly. So I tried to keep you know, good, tip. Like, you know, good tip, very good tip, and the get them on. The like kids, yeah. I know you're not supposed to fish next to the oil rigs, but you go in there with a little piece of gulp
4: <laughs> on a spinning rod mm-hmm. on a
3: little pea head and. Doing, doing, doing. Oh, you know, kill and, it, you know, right? just kill it, right? Or near the bait barge and, you know, get the mackerel or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Get them. Cast masters, little cast yeah, masters. yeah, exactly. And then as soon as they're kind of starting to lose interest, we're out of here. My son's yeah. a complete opposite.
0: He gets pissed when the boat has to go in, like on the half days and <laughs> oh, stuff. He's like, why are we going in? You know, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs>
4: good. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. They're all so
2: different, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure, so <clears throat> is it is it really cool seeing through the ages like braid come up, Jerry and like um different lures, different reels, I mean bait casters for for bass fishing, how long's that been around i mean
1: well, uh since we started this well for fifteen years ago, he's been uh sponsored by. A good, Abba Garcia. Abba said, Garcia. There and, wasn't
3: there wasn't braid
1: back no, then. No, no. But as as they came out with new product, then he would show it to me and get me started on it, and really taught me. They started t- teaching me what mm-hmm. to the, the do.
3: I think the conversion over to braid was probably the biggest challenging because you know yeah. backlash is <laughs> instant, it, <laughs> and you're screwed, right? <laughs> and you are. Yeah, it's
0: a trip, a, Fishing like live bait with a braid, as opposed to mono, you could feel them kicking and stuff. So that was yeah, making that transition. It was yeah. trippy. You could right. feel it. Just
1: you done pretty good. Yeah, but you know, uh, you, you got to learn like fishing with braid versus uh, mono. Uh, I think a. Not a top shop, but a uh, leader? leader. is quite important because oh. I, I, I've been out there, and there are a lot of, especially around the the oil derricks. You could, where it's common, a nice day you could see the fish in the water. Uh-huh. And I, I've learned that I, I tied directly, and they would chase it out, but they would never grab it. And I said, "What's going on with these yeah. guys?" And then I I I went ahead and tied on a leader. Made all the difference in the world. Yeah,
3: I know some people straight tie, but I think unless you're burning you know, something, you know, it's the only
2: time I was straight tied is when I surfished and that was in the boiler rocks, you know, off the right. beach and stuff. Other than that, I mean, just looking at YouTube, it's been a leader yeah. and I can't get bit. Sometimes I'll be like, Oh, my leader broke. I'll just
4: straight tie.
3: Yeah. And I won't get bit. You know, I think that's really an important, you I know? think uh, Ben Florentino, obviously household name super yeah. accomplished i think he's still straight ties like he's got the magic touch though he's, i'll tell you what <laughs> that guy he's just yeah. so determined and he's so focused and yeah. he, i've never met anybody that just is so heads you know, head down and get to work and stays with it and gets bit yeah you know? and he i think he straight ties a That's lot of stuff amazing yeah yeah it's pretty cool Definitely. pretty cool because it's like yeah oh, it doesn't work it doesn't work yes it does go, go talk to benny <laughs> benny straight ties and it works for him and it's cool so it, it, you know that guy it's like i was
2: talking about crankbaits with jeff and i'm like these don't work dude <laughs> and <laughs> jeff's <laughs> like they do yeah oh man
3: james um from swba he's yeah. a really good crankbait yeah. f- fisherman too yeah he call it busted bills if you're not if you're not busted bills you're
2: yeah. not using it <laughs> you know and we talked about that so it's been really cool to have a lot of swba guys on yeah.
3: it's yeah this is this podcast you guys are doing is great because i like the mix of people that have come in. yeah we're trying i mean yeah. we're just trying to reach out as far as we can and yeah
2: and see who will come
3: well todd maris was supposed to be in here you know today yeah. and he got pneumonia he came over a few days oh, ago kind of exactly, sick and i'm yeah. like don't come over if you're sick <laughs> and then uh then he sends me a picture of like you know, three pills of this, all yeah, that kind of antibiotics, here. and I, I texted his wife last night. He's been asleep for almost twenty four hours. So oh my gosh! He's he's um, he wanted to be here. So then, Geron's um, filled in for him. <laughs> 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 what other good stories you got for us, Jaron?s <laughs> 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 What about fishing on the rental boats, like out on the breakwater, with what the guys from like Jerry Putable and? Del Salas and you guys used to tell them about the breakwater and the rental boats at nighttime.
1: Well, <laughs> that was, it, was, it was quite different then. Uh, a, lot, a lot of pork rind was used then. <laughs> yeah, they they on uh, on jigs on on jigs. Yeah, and uh, we would get very close to the uh, breakwater. In fact, we could. We just keep a paddle handy so we could push ourselves away from, from the, the rocks. rocks. Yeah. But it was very, very successful fishing That mainly for uh, sea bass, white sea bass.
3: Cut a lot of sea bass, really? Yeah. Off of the, oh. the break wall? Yeah. Really? I caught a lot of Wow. Them. And tell them about pork rinds. You weren't kidding.
2: Well, You're using pork rinds for, for bait
1: off yeah. the break wall? Yeah. Oh man, like yeah. largemouth?
3: Yeah, like largemouth. On a on a leadhead or how was it?
1: It was a leadhead. Yeah.
3: Leadhead and a piece of pork.
1: Wow. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Right. Like
3: this is
2: great stories to hear, like about the fishery from, you know, a long time ago compared to now. It's yeah you got so many people in LA now. I'm sure Los Angeles is completely different to you. From over, you know, the time when you grew up till now. Sure. Yeah, right? This
3: year was. A lot of people, you know? Where did you guys rent that boat out of? Do you remember?
1: The you you drive
3: Yeah.
1: Right in Newport Beach where they, uh, where that.
2: Uh, you guys would get the rental boat from Newport? Yeah. And yeah. you would drive it to they the have, table?
1: They have a steel, they had a fleet of steel crafts, thirty. Thirty footers. Oh wow! And uh, it cost me about one hundred and twenty dollars a day. Wow! And of course, we try to get as many guys in it, so Make it hurts. So <laughs> 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 oh.
3: It was a steel,
1: steel, steel. Boat. Boat. A steel wow. Crack. wow, that's, that's amazing. crazy!
3: Yeah, <laughs> unreal.
2: Mm-hmm. That's that's really amazing though to catch like a largemouth set up, pretty much catching white sea bass.
3: Yeah. When yeah. he told me that, I was like, "Really? That's the original <laughs> jigging pig right there, you know?" Yeah. On the Breakwater. Are you sure? But he was in um, what the East LA Rod and Gun Club or whatever with Southgate Rod. Right. Southgate, um, with Dell Salas. And he, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would, is so that Matt, still going? That's still going on, is yeah, it? Matt yeah, Matt Salas is the owner, and then his oh, dad. Wow. And so you were friends with his grandpa, Matt's grandpa, right? Yeah, Dell. Dell. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And didn't you paint some jigs for them or
1: something? Yeah, I uh, I was using some paint one time at work. Was, we're going to paint the boiler room floor, uh, floor yeah. out of this stuff. It really held up real well.
2: Like an epoxy type paint and, or it something? It was.
1: Oh. And the, we just got just got induced, introduced to it. So uh, I I used a couple gallons of it, and I had some left in the... In the you know, I was finished with the floor and the gallon of the can, so I gave it, I took it home and gave it to Dell, for him to try it on his lures. That, that was when he converted all over to epoxy. <laughs> yeah, I it, bet. Awesome. No.
2: That's amazing. That's really. So he used to
1: dip. He used to dip them in regular yeah. paint, and it wouldn't last very long. But <laughs> this stuff, he was, you know, how well it sticks and it's durable. How durable. To, yeah,
3: definitely. That That's long. amazing, man. That's he had the uh, a peg leg, right?
1: It, yeah, yeah.
3: Wow,
1: yeah, he had a wooden leg. That's fine. It was a. It wasn't just a. It was a peg leg. <laughs> like a real... <laughs> <yeah>.
4: <laughs> wasn't like a, a pirate.
1: <laughs> he was a pirate.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like
3: a baseball bat.
1: <laughs> 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 a leg That's off awesome. of a table. Yeah. <laughs> but he he fished. A lot. I bet he had a friend that owned a. Uh, I lived, we lived in S- Southgate at the time. He had a friend that owned a, a fish store right there on Tweedy Boulevard, and uh, his friend and he, we, we all belonged to the South, Southgate Rod Gun Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, would go, f- him and his buddies would go fishing, and catch a lot of fish, and then they could bring them home and put them in. The Pasquale was his name of the, his buddy. Mm-hmm. Put them in the freezer and then sell them from the store. Cause wow! It, they all, they had their commercial license now because yeah, they they paid for their trips to Mexico all the time. Oh, I bet. by selling it's the fish. fish.
2: Did you did you get more into fishing as jigs when you were part of the club? Already, you already been fishing irons and stuff.
1: Yeah, we've already been. Yeah. fishing we got them from Dell. Yeah, right.
3: that's nice. Yeah, he had some of the old dicks, Baja Bones, and some of the old Salus. Wow. Really odd stuff. So I took it all over to uh, Randy at United Composites because he's got that SurfaceIron.com thing. And oh, wow. He's like, whoa, look at this. He was he was stoked. That's cool, man. Gave him a big five-gallon bucket full of that stuff. <laughs> it was neat. Yeah, I bet you got to see it all. Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially like weedless jigs coming up. That's kind of newer, yep, right? Yep. I mean, for... Stuff yeah. like
3: that, yeah. It's really involved, Tom. Your it sure hair crazy. Okay, <laughs> it's hard to keep up with it, you know?
2: definitely. It is, yeah. Fine,
3: not,
1: just, not just like I was talking
2: to some, I went to the cousins' uh closeouts so, because yeah. I love their rods, yeah. And uh, so we were talking about the
3: new Abu Reel. I'm like, wow, I want one of those. That 40 so yeah. that thing's killer, yeah, yeah. It's a nice size, yeah, you know. it's Got a big spool. That's car. the reel I
2: went with. I had Carrados, and then I changed everything. Now I have all Abu, Abu Garcia. Yeah. I love it. It's Abu funny.
3: Garcia. I meant to bring you in a picture, but that trip I told you about, we went to LA Bay. I got a picture on his fridge at home, and uh, he's got a hat on that says Garcia. <laughs> and it was before Abu Garcia became. It was was it Mitchell
2: Mitchell Garcia?
3: Yeah, it was Garcia Mitchell. And this, and I think it was just Garcia at one point. But this, that was in 1979. And it was before Abu merged my with A- my um, Garcia,
2: my my mother in law's friend would talk to me about fishing. He was an older guy. He passed away, oh. and he's like, yeah, like the Mitchell Garcia reels. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's uh, like Mitchell Garcia. I'm like Abu Garcia. He's like, I don't know what that is, you know, because <laughs> he didn't he hasn't <laughs>
3: fished forever. He grew up in Dana Point, so I was like right, right. Oh. Yeah, I looked that up online the other day. I saw the picture. I'm like, was that the same Garcia that's yeah. now part of Abu Garcia? Yeah. And it says on their website it happened in 1984. That's amazing when they merged. Yeah. yeah so cool. definitely, Jerry was Abu before they had Garcia,
2: <laughs> 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 or vice versa. All on the um, spinning are the uh, everything was conventional, right? Nassau, or were you using big spinning reels?
1: I I was using a large spinning reel as really? well. Yeah.
2: Yeah yeah because i seen the one he gave me he gave me one of the old mitchell's big brown right they still use them up north right for stripers yep yeah from the beach those are really cool looking and people repaint them epoxy them right yeah
3: he lived in the bay area for a little while and you got to fish with the bay with a lot of uh, portuguese guys huh and they had some unique ways of catching stripers up there
2: the big rods were you using the big. Were they using the big long rods to catch the stripers or just?
1: No, no. I think there was part was unusual. They were using bullheads for bait, uh-huh. and you you tied the fish to the line. You didn't use a hook.
2: And they would just stick on.
1: Well, the, on the back of their oh, well, there's two big.
3: Spikes.
2: Yeah. Spikes
1: sticking out on there. Wow. And if you could pull it, and the, they would flare them out, and you you bring in the fish without a hook.
2: Wow. How big of stripers were you getting?
1: Oh, they're, they were maybe in the five to six pounds. That's still like
3: fun. That. Yeah. In the bay. That's yeah. by the mothball fleet? Is that?
1: Well, I fished tournaments back there, but we were using hooks then.
3: Oh, gotcha. Striper tournaments, you're
2: fishing. Yeah, really. Yeah. I, what would you be using? I, I had to, Or was it like a... Uh, no, those bullheads. Just the bullheads, and hooks on the bullheads, and. But and
1: we used uh, hooks with those on first tournament.
2: What's your uh, uh, personal best striper?
1: Well, I got into a tournament up there, mm-hmm. and it was a two-day tournament, and and it was going to be. And I had to work Sunday, so I fished it Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I had a 27-pounder. And I thought, man, I'm going to get one prize or something. (laughs) Because they they listed the prizes, and they're down to 30. So I said, man, I'm sorry I can't fish tomorrow. But uh, the next day, when when it was over, I said, how do I stand? Oh, you're way down the list. They got into the mothball fleet, and they fished at night. And I think it was about 35-pound was one of the bump me. Wow. I guess and they went it, up from there? They went up from there.
3: Jeez. Wow.
2: Do you have, so we like to ask, we talked to Eric about his rookie mistake, fishing mistake. Do you have any rookie fishing mistakes, like where you really blew it, like with a boat or something? We We heard the flipping one when you were off the beach. But do you have any ones like where... You had an issue, like, launching the boat or something like that?
1: Oh, not not, a lot of, I had a lot of issues. (laughs) (laughs) But nothing earth-shaking.
3: Okay, I'm going to jar your memory. Tell (laughs) tell them this, I was, I think it was before I was born. Tell them the story when uh, they were water skiing, Charlie Jackson was driving, and he was looking over his shoulder.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, we were coming back from uh, Havasu City, uh-huh. and uh, it wasn't Charlie's driving. No, his okay. he was Harry's son. Oh, okay. he's a young kid, about eighteen. Uh-huh. And uh, the owner of the boat, he had a 50, uh, p P fifteen, I think they call it, it's a fiberglass boat, and a big Johnson on it. He and I were both skiing behind it because it was a bot. 10 miles from Havasu City down to Black Meadows Landing where we were staying. Uh-huh. And uh, we kind of get to be tired after a little while. So anyway, we're, we we were playing play, grab ass between this guy skiing <laughs> and I'm skiing. I mean, swing back and forth and try to knock the other guy down. You know? <laughs> and uh, the driver, it was his son, was turning around and he had his head looking back at us and laughing and grinning. And he had gotten off course, and here's a big rock, a oh. uh, point that came out, and a big rock right on. And, and he just, we're, we're telling, and, and, and we giving him the finger, to look, look, forward. look, look forward. But he thought we meant faster, because so if if you want to go faster, you just stamp your thumb up in the air. And, well, he would just keep grinning at us and go faster. And that, <laughs> finally, we we let we. We dropped off. I, I, yeah. Like, the, only, the only thing we could do is drop off, and he got right up to the very edge, and he, he looked, and he was so quick, he turned that sw- that uh, wheel, and that boat turned around, and and that prop was just clicking on that rock. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Come to it. Finally, he came to a stop, and everybody was just pure quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what happened is everybody all right but it was very close to having a real problem there the yeah.
3: that's funny <laughs> oh that's good a story. Story. story yeah uh, did you
2: get any questions from seth or anything i didn't see anything no. didn't... nothing well i guess our q a didn't work out too good this that's time, all right we got some good stories out on time either way
3: out of pops that was fun um
2: any word on any SWABA information you want to give out? Anything? No,
3: we're kind of on a you know holding pattern for right yeah. now. You know, um, we'll see what happens for next year. You know, and um, yeah, definitely. I think I'm gonna to try to put some more content. You know, I don't know what yet to do, but stuff like this is really fun to kind yeah. of get information out because I think better.
2: a lot of people, even some of the guys, I don't. You know, that don't fish the big, they're interested in it, tournaments, you know, like stuff like that.
3: Yeah, it's, I think the way it was, it's kind of ran its course Mm -hmm. because there's just so many people that have moved on. Yeah. And it's a lot of work and a lot of money to run them. Definitely. And if there's not a certain level of participation, it's not worth doing, you know? Yeah. And so, how do you get that participation back? I was talking to somebody the other day and we were like, Remember we used to just get together, and go down to the breakwater, and you know, put a brown bag out there and put you know five bucks or ten bucks a person. Maybe fun, it needs man, to be I'm sure. you know jump started because it got to where you know two two hundred and fifty dollars after side pots per tournament. Yeah, you know who wants to do that anymore? You know, it's like that's a yeah. lot of dough just to go f- fish. You know, yeah. and then maybe not win anything back. So maybe it's time to uh, reinvent it and get yeah, back to definitely. you know the. You know, instead of the fancy trophies and novelty jacks. back to the basics, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And you know, the breakwater and the bay tournaments were where we really started. Yeah, you know, and I think that is still where a lot of people start, whether it's tournament fishing or float tubing. Or, and I you think it, it kind of get,
1: separated too. too the the fishermen between the smaller boats and the larger boats, because the guys that could run over to Catalina.
2: Would run and then come and then back. they
1: yeah. come back and then the guy has a smaller boat. He could not go and and he's participating. Yeah, in that and
3: it just It's like the the sport evolved faster than the tournaments could keep up with it. Yeah, in, in terms of you know you've got your spotty guys and you got a few breakwater night guys and you got people that want to go to Catalina or Clemente. Mm-hmm. And then, for instance, we had a tournament for five or six years out of Ventura to go fish Santa Cruz Island. Mm-hmm. God, what a beautiful fishery. And people are, I like this place better than San Clemente Island, But people hate the drive. That's far, like, man. It, yeah, <laughs> but it's like, okay, you're willing to pound your skull 120 miles <laughs> to go to Clemente, yeah. but you don't want to sit in traffic for two hours in an air-conditioned yeah. truck. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it's only like a 19-mile crossing as opposed to a 60-mile crossing. You know, yeah. you know I, I'd rather just chill in the traffic and have exactly. a killer, killer experience than beat my noodle going to Clemente although I love Clemente don't get me wrong yeah. it's just so you know yeah, there was a a number a core group of people that really liked that Ventura tournament because Santa Cruz Island is just beautiful yeah and it fishes a lot different too and I think I think what you're you're on track to do would
2: be cool too for newer people with yeah you know, to just try the harbor and yeah. try the bays and stuff. It's not like as it. expensive, you know. Yeah. You don't need
1: all that fancy equipment. You can yeah. get by with most anything. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, like, I would
2: definitely be down
3: to do something like that, you know. I mean, and I'm sure fun a lot ones. of other
2: people would, too. Yeah. It
3: would be I, fun. You know, Before SWBA, we you know, just have little fun ones I talked about last time. But those were really what kind of jump-started the, the whole thing.
1: Yeah, there was a a, a group of fellows that sold their boats and bought bigger boats. Sure, you know, yeah, because they wanted to fish there, and then they find out how expensive it is. And
2: <laughs> I bet in and gas and stuff. Cause oh. I'm like, well, yeah, the gas prices like went 60. to the yeah. ceiling. I I can fill up, you know, and. It'll last me forever. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Because, that's yeah, go. I'll just run up and down the coast or
3: launch Huntington Harbor, Newport, Dana Point. Yeah. You know, just fun. run wherever I'm going to go. And Modern day motors are so much more affordable than yeah. the old stuff. It's like, pff, Super couldn't be doing So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We used to do this. What Last year did we do it? I don't know if we did it last year or not. We had a tournament in Newport Bay called Spots for Tots. And we just find a local charity. And
4: you know, that'd be, the inter- I'm sure
3: that'd be fun, man. Would, we definitely try to promote what we can. A, a Spotty and, tournament, and we just give it. I think we did like Grandma's House of Hope. Um, uh-huh. We gave them the money one year, and other charities, others, and that's fun because everybody likes fishing. Yes, yeah. Newport, whether they catch anything or not, exactly. it's easy. You know? fun so fun. we usually do it like the first weekend of December, I think, or something like that. But before everybody gets locked into Christmas, so I'll let you
2: know. Yeah, even if we did something smaller, if we mm-hmm. could help out, or if we can do a live podcast there, that'd be fun. Just to yeah. hang out and talk to fans of SWBA. And yeah,
3: I mean, it's, if you have any fans of ours, you know, it's yeah, okay. it, it's it's brings a lot of people together for sure. Yeah, you know, people enjoy it, have a good time. There's been a lot of good heckles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've enjoyed having you guys on. This has been
2: a blast. Oh, thanks thank you, Jerry, so for,
3: for sharing uh, some great stories. <laughs> thanks for Perfect. having them. I know, you know Todd was supposed to be here, and Pop's kind of filled in there at the last minute. Yeah,
2: great. Well, it's been amazing. Yeah. thanks, yeah. Eric. for, thanks thanks for having to us. You. Yeah, they good times. You. Thanks, Justin.
3: Yeah, thanks for thank the praise too. Yeah, yeah anything you're welcome. You, you want to uh, promote anything at all? Or? Be good humans. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Mean, thanks for the shirt. Yeah. Thanks yeah, thanks for the shirt. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. That yeah. was uh, Matt Koch did that one, and then Charles you know, Tatiana did the other artwork. Yeah. So Great. really yeah, blessed I've... to have those guys. And thanks for stuff. listening, guys. Podcast rule. <laughs>